Hey, y'all. It is the Late Night Vision Show. It is Thursday, and we are happy to be back on the air again. We are glad that you're joining us, whether it is the morning of the show or later on down the road that you're seeing this. Thank you for joining us. If you haven't uh, done so, please subscribe to uh, us on YouTube, wherever you're watching, please subscribe. Give us good ratings. It helps push the show up into search, and uh, we really appreciate it. We've got a big show for you today, another review. Uh, we have a lot of reviews stacked back-to-back. And uh, Jason, uh, I'm going to say the Bearing Optics uh, bearing optics review that we got today, the Super Hawks or A3, uh, our Bearing Optics shows always get a lot of views, don't they? They do. People really, really love these bearing optics uh, reviews. And I'm going to tell you why. Uh, bearing uh, is a company that is consistently putting out winners. <laughs> they really are. They're putting out great scopes, uh, very good image quality, full mm-hmm. featured, and really good pricing. And they've just made a name for themselves of continuing to put out really good optics. And so this is no exception. This is going to be, uh, a, 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 it is, it's already out, another great optic. And uh, <laughs> I think it's going to be an exciting show. So we got a lot to talk about. We do. We do. So if you're joining us for the very first time, this is the very first show that you've seen of the Late Night Vision show. The voice that you just heard was Jason Robertson, the owner of Outdoor Legacy Gear, our title sponsor for the Late Night Vision show. Uh, and uh, if you're joining us, we are focused in what we talk about every week, hog and predator hunting. Uh, We talk about night vision, thermal optics. We do a lot of reviews. If you check our catalog, if you look on the latenightvisionshow.com, you look through all of our past episodes, it is a ton of reviews. And today is no different. So we are talking about the Bearing Optics Super Hogster A3. Uh, Before we jump right into the review, I want to, let's talk a little bit about some other new stuff from bearing optics because some of this can kind of get confusing. We got the vibes. Now we got the a three, we got Yoders. I mean, there's just, there's been a lot in a short amount of time and I know there's more coming uh, throughout there, the year, but that's right. let's kind of, cl- let's, let's kind of clear up the muddy water for a, a quick minute before we jump into it. Sure. And, and folks, uh, we're going to do a, a review of all these optics. Uh, eventually uh, we've got uh, you know, Hans is not joking about the reviews stacked up. Um, we don't like to just do reviews back to back to back to back week after week, but we have so many optics and every single day we're getting emails, messages, phone calls. When are you going to review this? Hey, I really want to buy one of these, but I want to hear what you got to say. Let me say a quick thing about that. If you're interested in any of these optics that are out here on the market, they're available, but you don't want to buy one to hear the review. Listen, Uh, we've got this stuff at Outdoor Legacy. We're here to help you. Call us. Um, You know, the number is 877-350-1818. You can get your own personal review from Hans or I. We will be glad to, you know, give you the general basics of one of these optics that we haven't reviewed on the show, tell you how it compares to whatever, you know, help you make that decision, what works best for you, and then help you with the purchase. So what I don't want you to do is sit around saying, man, I really want, I'm interested in this Hogster vibe I'm fixing to talk about here. And, but they haven't reviewed it. So I don't know if it's going to be two weeks or six weeks or eight weeks before they review mm-hmm. it. So I just got to sit here. Don't sit there. Call us and yeah. we'll be glad to give you, uh, you know, the one-on-one review and then figure out if that's what's right for you. And again, help you with the purchase or whatever you need. So with that said, Hogster vibe, that is a, 
uh, a brand new model line that they have come out with that is replacing the Hogster R25 and Hogster R35. Here is what you need to know in a nutshell. Um, it's the same great optic that the, the R25 and the R35 were, but the Vibe includes video recording internally as well as Wi-Fi for a smartphone app streaming. That's it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's basically the, the difference in those units. So you're now getting video recording in a smartphone app. And so, mm -hmm. again, image quality, all that other stuff, design features all stayed the same. And then, you know, Hans mentioned the Super Yoders. Uh, golly, these things have taken the, the, the market by storm. The Yoders are mm -hmm. their 640 versions. They're just like the Hogsters, but they're 640 high resolution. We've got the Super Yoder uh, 3 power. That's the, the 50 millimeter unit. We have reviewed that on this show. Um, it is $4,595, $4,600. Hans, if I screw one of these prices up, tell me because I'm going <laughs> yeah. off memory. Um, right. That's a fantastic op optic. Now we have the new Super Yoder uh, 35 millimeter, which is a two power base magnification. And that unit, Hans, I'm fixing to screw this up. Is it $3,795? Yeah, that's right. Just under $3,800. Yes, yep. sir. All right. So we've got those two. Um, if you're looking for, for something 640, again, fantastic image quality. Looks like the Hogster. So small, compact, mm -hmm. just better image quality. Um, you know, very affordable for 640 high resolution optics. Uh, but today, I know this is what you're here for. So let's talk about it. Let's get into the Super Hogster A3. Now, I'm going to just do this on the front end. If you are watching this show and you already own a Super Hogster or maybe your buddy's got one, you're familiar with it, and it's like, okay, what is this A3? Do I need this? Maybe you own a Super Hogster and you're curious, do I need to sell mine and upgrade to this A3? Well, we're not going to make you wait till the end of the show. We're going to give you that <laughs> info now. We're going to go ahead. We, we, you know, this is this is against everything that that you're supposed to do on these shows. You're supposed to bait people to the end, but we're not going to do that. We're going to tell you. So, the A3 Super Hogster is essentially the exact same scope with a few minor changes. Number one, uh, and by the way, the A3 stands for anytime, anywhere, any place. Okay, so it's the, yeah, add, added something to this to change the name a little bit so we would know that it's a new model. And by the way, the original Super Hulkster is discontinued. So all the yeah. new you know units out there are A3s. Um, the A3 has an OLED display, 1024 by 768. The original Super Hulkster was an FLCOS display. So this is an upgraded display screen. Um, it has more image quality adjustments. So you can get in there and manipulate uh, the image in a couple different ways. Some contrast, some uh, image warmth. Uh, it's just, again, a couple more ways to adjust that image and get it to the way that you like it best and, you know, work on it just a little bit. So really like that option. And then it goes from the original Super Hogster had a 16 gigabyte uh, internal storage for the video recording 
This one has 32. So they've just doubled it. I'll be honest with you. I don't know anybody that was running out at 16 gigs. So 32 <laughs> is a ton. You could have a ton of videos on here. So again, the three quick changes, a new display mm -hmm. screen, a little more image quality adjustments, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, you know extra memory for your uh, storage. So I'll go ahead and I will give you the, the, the whole pie right here on the front. I was about to say, half of our audience just turned off the show. They're, that's they're, okay. they're fixing to turn off the show. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, right. that's the big That's the big question and what people want to know. Because, my goodness, I mean, the the Super Hogsters were flying off the shelves for months. It seems like yeah. at, during the busy time, it seemed like we were selling a couple a day is, is what it seemed like. But... I'm going to tell you, you know, people want to know, is it worth upgrading? And that's, that's the big thing is, do I need to upgrade? Uh, is it worth, am I going to see a big difference? Am I going to see a big improvement from the standard Super Hulkster to the Super Hulkster A3? And, you know, that's, if the people are trying to understand that, and like I said, Jason just, he spilled the beans at the very beginning, but uh, we well, wanted what's everybody. The answer? What's the answer, Hans? Tell them. I mean, is it, do, do you throw away your Super Hulkster and go buy the A3? Uh, you know, no. I mean, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> when, uh, when you took a breath and said, uh, I was like, this uh, guy's not fixing to say yes. No. No, yeah. no, I, would, I wouldn't think so. So, no. Um, you know, for you, and Bearing Optics may not, and I know that I know they watch the show quite a bit. It's a great scope. The, the, I think this is a testament how great the original Super Hulkster is and how good this Super Hulkster is. It's a slight improvement, um, but it was a necessary improvement, I think. And we'll talk about some of the the good things, the good changes about the adjustments and being able to have more uh, control over the picture image. But for for somebody to take the time to sell their optic, to to buy another optic, there's a lot involved, you know, trying to, yeah. a lot of people, most people can't just keep their optic. A lot of people have to sell it so they can have money to buy a new one. Uh, if they want to stay married, that is a, a big part <laughs> of, of the purchasing process. Uh, but to go through all that trouble, uh, to, to sell the optic, to buy this new optic, there's got to be a drastic, drastic improvement. And I'm going to tell you this, very few times is there a, a, a new model of a scope and there be a drastic enough change that you need right. to buy, you know, to sell yours and buy it. There, that That is very rare. So I don't want you to think that Oh man, there's not that big of a change. That's just that's a negative. It's not really a negative at all. That's it's most companies do very small modifications and improvements in their scopes from model to model. Rarely, rarely is there a drastic improvement. Am I wrong on that? No, I, I, don't I think call it. I, it's all the time. We see this across all brands, and I call it an inline upgrade. It's yeah. the next model. It's not a new model. Okay, right. this is not so. Is there a difference between a Super Hogster and a Super Yoder? Sure, absolutely. Yeah. That was a huge difference, a huge improvement. We're going to a 640 by 480 thermal sensor versus a 384 by 288. You know, resolution change. Y yes, this is not. This is an inline upgrade. This is okay. Here, how about this? I don't care if it's a pickup truck. I don't care if it's a a side by side. You know, you got the the 2020 model and the 2021 comes out or the 2022 and you can say oh you know on this side by side you know they've 
you know, whatever. They, they've changed right. this. They've got an extra cup holder over here. It's got two more horsepower. It's whatever. It's these little bitty upgrades that are nice. And if you're going right. to buy a new one, you're glad it's there. But you don't run out there and go sell last year's model just for it. So, right. uh, again, uh, bearing is probably like, guys, thank you for telling everyone to not go buy this. But, no, if you're in the market for a new scope, that's who this show is for. Because this is a fantastic scope. It does have some improvements over the original model. But at the end mm -hmm. of the day, what Hans and I are trying to say is, if you just bought one, you know, six months ago before this came out, do not lose one minute sleep over it. You got a fantastic <laughs> scope. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're not going to kill one more animal with this one. So yep. let's talk about this unit and the specs on it here real quick. Because I know we're already going long here and we haven't got to the... Uh, specs for the guys who are interested in purchasing. So it is a 2.9 power. Oh, hang on. We didn't talk about the price. That's important. $31.95. Am I right on the price, Hans? All these numbers run together to me. Yeah. And, and the, the, the price did go up a little bit because of the improved screen. And believe it or not, there's higher production costs on this stuff. But uh, yep. the old price of the Superhawks was Thirty-one twenty. Thirty-one twenty-five. Twenty-five. So, yeah, thirty-one twenty. Yeah, something. Yeah, like so it went up. What seventy? Seventy-five dollars. Seventy-five dollars. I mean, gosh, yeah. not much at all. So that's no, that's not, good. Not much. that's good. Yeah. It, it is good. So uh, basically, again, a little under thirty-two hundred dollars. Very affordable. We'll kind of get into that here. It's a two-point-nine power base magnification. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. From here on out, once these specs are over, we will be referring to this as a three power. Uh, yeah. It is so much easier to talk about it as a three yeah. power uh, than saying a 2.9. It's just so if you call us, we'll say, yeah, it's a three power. Generally speaking, it is. You will never tell the difference in 2.9 right. and three. Technically, though, it's 2.9 power. So it does have digital zoom, a 2x or a 4x digital zoom, which takes it up to 11.6. So if you ask me, it's going to be 12. It's basically a 3 to 12. Uh, that, that's the way I would say it. It is a 30 millimeter lens. It is a fast 1.0 f 1.0 lens. Um, it has a 42 foot wide horizontal field of view at 100 yards. Mm -hmm. uh, it is a 384 by 288 12 micron unit, uh, 50 hertz refresh rate, uh, less than 40 millikelvin. NETD rating. Don't know what that means. It means it's good. It means it's very sensitive. It's It's got a good, uh, a sensitive sensor. We always kind of joke about saying that, uh, but it gives you a good image quality. As we mentioned, it does have the OLED display, 1024 mm -hmm. by 768 uh, resolution. Uh, it is takes two CR123A batteries. You can also use rechargeable CR123As. It's got those uh, you know, as an option there, change the voltage, you can go in uh, and do that in the scope. It's also got an external USB uh, adapter. So you can, you know, any normal USB battery, uh, you know, external battery, you can plug into the side of it. Uh, estimated battery life is around three to three and a half hours on two CR123A batteries. Operating temperature is from four degrees. It's plus four degrees. Um, Fahrenheit now up to 122. Uh, it is IPS six rating, uh, water rating, which is a water resistant. Uh, a couple things. I'm just going to go over real quick. It does come with a quick detach mount, uh, for this price, 31.95. It includes a bearing OEM QD mount. 
Uh, it is rated for a 308 recall. It has picture in picture. It's got eight reticle options with four color uh, four color uh, options for each of the reticle patterns. Um, it has manual control of the image sharpness and the screen brightness, contrast adjustment, also uh, the uh, background color balance of white, uh, uh, you know, cool or warm. So you got that. Those are some of those extra adjustments we were talking mm -hmm. about. So it's not just the image brightness and the sharpness. You're getting to do the contrast as well mm -hmm. as the color balance. So that's the nice. Um, you can save four different zeroing profiles. So basically zero up for four different rifles. As we mentioned, 32 gigs of memory. It does have built-in video recording. No audio, but video. Um, and it also has, again, Wi-Fi capable so that you can connect it to a smartphone or tablet with an app uh, to stream. And it's got a four-year warranty on parts and labor. Now, I want to go to something here that I really like in these bearing specs. And this is really, really good. Kudos to bearing optics. They have got a detection and recognition uh, range listed here. So we always talk about ID ranges. Mm -hmm. Well, they've got recognition. We're going to call that, um, you know, the ID range. The detection means you're just going to see that it's there. And they've got some listed here for specifically for a hog, specifically for a coyote. And guys, they did a great job being conservatively accurate. This is not some kind of bull where they, you know, gave some big, huge number. I'm going to give you these numbers and, and Hans, we'll see if we haven't talked about these. Because uh, like I said, they're on the specs. I'm going to see if this is what you agree with or not. It says for a hog detecting that he is there. 900 yards. Uh, again, they call it recognition. Mm -hmm. I'm going to call it ID, identifying right. that it's a hog. 500 yards. Uh, coyote, detecting that he's there. 800 yards. Identifying that it's a coyote. 400 yards. What do you say about that? Yeah, I would say that's that's accurate. Yeah. I think it's accurate. I think they did I mean, a good think, job. I think yeah, they I've did a good job. Now, I, yeah, yeah, I've I never seen a manufacturer do that before. You know? Yeah, some conditions, I think that could be a little bit high. Okay? I yeah. think there's times that... Uh, you may not be able to tell that's a hog at 500 yards, depending on the grass. Depending on, but I think, uh, you know, it's very fair compared to mm -hmm. what I've seen a lot of other manufacturers throw out there, especially like detection ranges. It's like a mile. And again, Hans and I've kind of talked about that a lot of times. That's for like a human, not an animal. So right. I would say conservatively, because Hans and I are conservative, um, ID range would be, 350, 400 yards. And I think that's reasonable and conservative. You may right. get out there in that four or 500, but I, I mean, if you just forced my hand, I'd say 350, 400. What do you say? Yeah. yeah I, I tell people when they call on this scope, uh, even previous to the, the, the original super hoaxer, three to 400 yards ID yep. range uh, on, and that's telling the difference between a, a coyote and a small deer, you know, something yeah. like that, but three to 400 and, and, yards conservatively. And when we give our ID ranges, we're giving what we believe are conservative, safe ranges enough for you to say, I could pull the trigger on that. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of times at four, five, 600 yards, you're going to look out there and say, Hey, that looks like a coyote or Hey, that looks like a hog. Doesn't mean I believe number one, you should be shooting that far at night. Number two, I don't think that it's, it would be a safe distance to say, yep, I know exactly 
what that is. Right. So anyway, I think those are pretty fair. All right. So let's jump into this. I know we've bored everybody with the specs here, but uh, this is uh, a fantastic scope. As, as Hans mentioned, that this original Super Hogster, I mean, the A3, we've had it for a while now. They're just a, it's what I call an old standby. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. a safe bet for a scope. If a guy calls, because mm-hmm. man, I'm you know looking for something generally, uh, may hunt hogs, may hunt coyotes. I need a good scope. I don't want to break the bank. I think for, for mid-range level thermal at mm-hmm. $31.95, I just think this is a fantastic scope. Yep, I agree. I'm going to show it real quick so people can see it. I, I wasn't showing it when you were reading the specs. I was just too engulfed in your Oh, and all your very interesting, I'm sure. Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> so you got the your focusable, again, uh, like what you're saying. If you see this scope up against the original Super Hawkster, you're not going to tell a difference, other than the fact it's got a big A3 on the side of it. Uh, but you will not see a difference. I mean, you can see how small these things are. People love them for... You know, just being able, some people take them on and off and use them as a scanner uh, while they're not hunting. Uh, you know, if people are just trying to uh, look out in their pasture to make sure there's no coyotes or anything messing with their cows, they'll keep it on their nightstand or keep it by a table, by a door so they can go out and look at it. But so you got your, it does have a focusable objective lens. It's got the focusable eyepiece diopter on, on this right, the, the right hand side of the optic. You've got your plug in. Uh, USB-C plug-in that is for for two things if you want to get videos off the scope and and you can tether it to a computer that's you're going to plug that in there or it will run on a rechargeable uh, external battery pack so that's where that would plug in as well Uh, Jason mentioned the quick release mount this is the uh, own bearing optics branded quick release mount it does come attached to the scope when you purchase it. So when you pull it out of the box, it's already going to be on there. Uh, do not take it off. <laughs> I'll just say that. Uh, don't take the mount off. If you buy this, just know that the mount that it comes with is the one that you're going to use. Uh, if you have any questions about that, uh, you can definitely give us a call and we can talk further about the mounts. But uh, it does have uh, the rubber eye cup, like Jason was talking about. On the side here, you see it's got the, your battery compartment. Uh, it's just kind of like a little roll dial. It opens up, push it closed, make sure it clicks so you can hear it, uh, that the batteries are in there securely. That's it. I mean, it is the same as the original Super Hulkster. Very small, very lightweight, compact. Looks great on a rifle. You can almost not even feel that it's on top there. That's how that's how light it is. But uh, that it, for, for such a small optic, though, it's got a lot of power. Like Jason said, 3 to 12 power. Uh, magnification, great picture image. I mean, you can really reach out there and take a decently long shot. And when I say long, uh, for for Jason and I, that's about 200 yards. Uh, right. But, but uh, I mean, for that little scope to be able to reach out that far, I think is, is uh, again, a, a testament to how quality the picture image is. Because if it's not, you're not going to, I mean, you wouldn't have a chance. But, um yeah, yeah really I, y- y'all want to say something here you mentioned that the weight and it is a spec that I, I had here on my list and i didn't read um it's about 17 ounces without batteries in it now those batteries yeah. two cr 123a's weigh almost nothing so yeah. i don't know 18 ounces maybe with the so batteries but that's my that's math is bad what, 16, was there 16 ounces in a pound is that right so yeah so it's a pound, pound. Yeah. i mean it's, it's it's basically a pound it's very small compact that's one thing that 
I've had a lot of people comment on uh, the Super Hogster, the Yoders, all these bearing optics, is that they say, looking at just a stock image of it, you know, the, the image you see on our website, the white background, like, there's, there's no way to really tell how big it is. And then they get it and they're like, it is way smaller than I expected. Yeah. You know, the, you, you have this idea of, of about how big it's going to be. And here, hang on, I've got this right here. Yeah, it's 7.7 inches long. Um, hang on, I'm making sure that's right. Yeah, that's it. 7.7 yeah. inches long. Uh, 2.8 by 2.3 on the, uh, the, the, the dimensions. So, Seven and a half inches long or seven and three quarters. That is that's short. Take a that's dollar bill out of your pocket. That's six inches. This thing is not much longer than that. So they're very wow. nice, small, compact. Um, it is just really one of the best optics out there, especially in this price range. You know, Hans was talking about the capability of, of, of shooting with it, and I kind of got into this uh, a little bit. This is the kind of scope that you can buy if you're a hog hunter or a coyote hunter or both, mm -hmm. um, or maybe, you know, some other kind of varmints or, or whatever. Maybe it's security, whatever you're needing. Um, Hans and I would say that three power is a good all around base mag. Now, if you're sitting on, uh, you know, a feeder at, at 30 yards and you're shooting hogs and you're, you're you know, spotting and stalking and you're just all the time shooting mm -hmm. really close Maybe you don't need three power. You know, maybe you need uh, one of the other hawksters down there, like that the Vibe 35. That's a two power. I mean, that that's mm -hmm. really really good if you're going to be doing the super super close range stuff. But right. if you're doing a lot of shooting over 50, 60, 75 yards, this is going to be an absolutely fantastic scope with the three power. Uh, a good all around yeah. optic. And what I like. About or, three power is, I'm sorry, I'll finish this real quick, Hans, is is when you're three power and you say you're going to you know shoot a coyote or something and you zoom up, you're going all the way to six. So if you're at yeah. a two power and you zoom, you just go to four that first time. I mean, this seems obvious, but the difference in four and six is a lot. It's so a lot. If, if you need to take that little bit of longer shot out there, it's, it's that three power is going to help you when you bump that to six. All right, I'm yeah, sorry, if I was you, interrupting you. No, I... If you are, yeah, if you're hog hunting, but you also do just as much coyote hunting as you do hog hunting, I mean, three power is a great base magnification. I'm going to go out on a limb. Uh, I'm going to say that this is probably, as far as picture quality wise, probably the least expensive um, quality uh, coyote hunting thermal optic that you can get as far oh, as picture image, yeah. the least expensive. So I don't well, think, I, I don't think I'll take that a step further. I'll say this. And I, I, I tell guys on the phone all the time, this scope is, it goes toe to toe with any 384 mm -hmm. resolution thermal scope on the market and holds its own. Period. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, mean, anything between that three and four, you know, that three and four thousand dollar mark is stacked with optics. I think it can go toe to toe with any optic in that in that price range. Um, the only difference is some of the higher priced optics have m more features like rechargeable batteries, and that kind of stuff. But yeah, picture that, image is true. But absolutely. But the reason I was a little specific there. Hold on. <laughs> As I said, three eighty four, because now with like this, the, the Super Yoder 35, we're getting some 640 optics that are yeah. now 
into true. this under four thousand dollars. So that's why I gotta can't be say careful. That anymore. Yeah, I can't say that anymore. I know. I forget. Companies when, are creeping down. Yeah, that the prices are creeping down. So again, toe to toe with any three eighty four scope. Now, don't get me wrong; it still holds its own as a fabulous scope for mm -hmm. the money. And I, I'm gonna make this comment. I'm not gonna go down this whole rabbit trail. Hans always gets nervous when I do this, but. To be fair, if we did try to compare this to, say, the Super Yoder 35, that's only a two-power scope. Even yeah. though it's 640, it's a different scope. Right. It's a two-power. It is not a three-power. So, guys, uh, this is a whole other topic for a whole other show. When you're comparing scopes, compare apples and apples. You need to compare the same resolution and the same magnification and if you start changing between magnifications and and resolutions it doesn't work you've got mm -hmm. to stay if you're going to look at a three power i don't care if it's a three power 384 or 640 mm -hmm. you've got to stay with the same magnification so anyway well that's a little bit of a rabbit trail but yeah it add the, the point i'm trying to make is you go out here and find you um a, you know 3800 a four thousand dollar a 384 resolution scope. This may not have the bells and whistles that some of those do. Um, may not have a, you know, again, rechargeable battery packs or a laser range finder or, you know, some of right. these things. But the image quality is going to be toe to toe. I mean, it's mm -hmm. going to compete very, very well with those. Correct. So let's, um, I think we've covered a lot. We're getting towards the end, but let's talk about some of the negatives and some of the positives. And, and you can also give some of your overall thoughts on it, Jason. But I'll start out with the negatives. And I, I think it's one that we've had for a while. Uh, I, I want to say uh, the one of the biggest things, and, I, and one of the things that you and I have always talked about with the Hogsters, is sometimes the menu can be a little bit confusing to somebody that have, is using it for the first time. Um, it's not overwhelming. This thing is not overly complicated to operate. I don't want anybody to think that at all. We sell, we sell these hogsters all the time and, um, the menus on all the hogsters are pretty much all the same that I can remember. I don't think there's any really yeah. differences. No, um, we, we talk to guys and they say, I just, I don't like technology. I don't like cell phones. I can't handle if it's complicated. We sell the hogsters to them. And they, you know, they, they buy it. We never hear from them again because they got it figured out. But what I will say is it's important when you get your optic, when you get, your, and this is true for anything, but when you get it, read the instructions, turn it on, put batteries in it, sit in your recliner, turn the scope mm -hmm. on and play with the buttons while you're reading the directions. That's the most important thing to do before you get in. Like most of us do, and I'm the world's worst crack something open, don't read the directions and just try to go right into it and say, ah, I can figure it out. Well, you probably can figure it out, but man, you'll save yourself a lot of time uh, if you just take a little bit of time to read directions. But anyway, the menu on it, and you've, I've talked about this before, the icons on the menu, uh, you look at them, you're like, well, what the heck does that icon mean? Have no idea. So you got to reference back to the, to the menu. So the menu... I don't want to say it's overcomplicated, but I feel like it could be made a little bit more simple to understand uh, what does what. And, I, you know, we've I've, I've had this discussion with Barry. I think they've reached out to me and asked, you know, for some improvements. And I think the only thing I said was make the menu a little bit easier to understand. But for me, that's, that's the only negative that I have about it um, and the only thing that we, we've recommended. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, you the know, one maybe thing maybe some the, they'll change. Hans is is dead on about that. You know, I've complained 
Um, I said complain. Maybe that's the right <laughs> word or not. I don't know. About the three buttons. Recommended. Oh, yeah. The, th- yeah. the three buttons on the top because uh, I just feel like it takes sometimes multiple buttons to do. I mean, there's no power button. So that means that, that you know, that button has to function as, as multiple things. It, again, Han said two really, really good things, and that's kind of rare. So I want to compliment him. Oh, my him. gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I couldn't, couldn't resist. Man. Couldn't resist. No. <laughs> Oh my gosh! If you didn't get paid, uh, if I if I paid you, you'd be docked for this show. Anyway, go ahead, continue. <laughs> talk about I'm my sorry. I, talk I about my good my good smart comments that I made. Couldn't resist. I want you to couldn't that. resist. Yeah. So he said two things. One, read the manual. Sit down, and I always say, sit on your recliner. Don't put it on your rifle. Play with it. I mean, mm. that is so true. And that is such a good comment coming from Hans, who has never cracked a manual in his life. And he calls me, how do I do this? Read the I, manual. That's why I had to preface it. I had to say, because I'm the world's worst. But yeah, no, uh, I'm good at preaching yeah. what to do. That's but, exactly uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he just doesn't. Well, like, you know, I get a scope. I'm like, man, I'm I'm the pro. I'm the expert. I don't need the re- <laughs> directions. Those are for suckers. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I call Jason. What, I'm like, what do, do I do? Do what he says, not what he does. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so no, read the manual. Sit down with it. And um, I don't remember what else you said, but it was <laughs> I, I had it before, and it was really wow. good. It wasn't <laughs> so profound that okay. Yeah, it was so profound that I've already forgotten whatever wow. it was you said. But um, no, I know what it was. It was uh, we try to be very realistic. We try to be um, conservative. We try to be nitpicky because that's what y'all come to us for. Um, mm. If if we don't, you don't have any faith in us. If everything is roses, everything is great, uh, every optic is perfect and the best ever, then you're like, gosh, these, these guys are, you know, they're patsies. This is no good. So, we do try to be critical and sometimes we're overly critical where it's, it's not necessary. He made a great point. We sell a pile of uh, super hogsters and, and the other hogsters, the vibes and the Yoders again, mm-hmm. all same button and menu layout and nobody ever calls back and is like, I can't work it. I can't figure it out. I mean, we, we, even, even sometimes those older guys that are like, man, I can't turn on my, my VCR, my TV. I, you know, I use a flip phone you figure it out. You sit down, you play with it. It's, it's not complicated. So I don't want to make a mountain yeah. out of a molehill there. And, and, and I'm going to say one thing, cause I think it's important and you're probably going to be like, cut that out of the show, but I'm going to go oh, and say, brother, that. <laughs> I'm already concerned. <laughs> people, people call all the time and they want to, if they're interested in a scope, they say, what common problems do people have with XYZ scope? You get that, Jason, right. all the time. Like, sure. hey, they just want to yeah. know, hey, what what commonly comes up? I, I want to say this because I think, I think it's going to solve uh, help solve some problems for some people, and maybe maybe um, maybe down the road it will cause people to to get this and fix it on their own and not have to call us. <laughs> not not that I don't oh, want boy. you to call the battery door. May when you put yeah. the batteries in. Uh, make sure you hear that click of the battery door because mm-hmm. if you if that battery door is not shut all the way and you shoot, that battery is going to lose connection with the scope and the scope's going to shut off. Now, mm-hmm. the battery door works great as long as it's completely shut, but I would say 
the the calls that we get, which aren't many at all, but the calls that we get, if they say, man, my scope turned off, I know exactly what it is. I tell them what to do and I never hear back from them. So when you get the scope, put the batteries in, make sure you hear that click of the battery door. When you hear the click, or if you know that those, you push that thing down as secure as you can, you're not going to have a problem. But if you don't, the scope could possibly turn off. It's not going to hurt the scope. Not a big deal. Quick and easy fix. But hopefully that will save you from wondering and thinking something's wrong with your scope, which there's not. I want to say one thing to that. Yeah, it's actually two clicks because you can actually click it in yeah, and it looks closed. Yeah, yeah but, but you got to press again and it clicks in harder and then it's locked in good. You're exactly right. And that yeah. recoil a lot of times, uh, you know, it'll bounce and that thing mm-hmm. looks, it'll look closed to you. It does. But, yeah. it, but it's not. But it's, it's, not. So it's just, yeah, you're right. That is a, something that some people will call in and, and, and check. And, and folks, if you bought your scope from Outdoor Legacy, call us. If you have a problem with it, Hans did not mean don't call. Uh, I, I know that's not what he meant. But if you do, if it, that, that's one of the things, uh, a quick commercial break uh, before we end the show is that, uh, we would love your business at Outdoor Legacy. And one of the things that we offer our customers is you can call us before you buy. We'll help walk you through it. You can call us after you buy. If you need help, that is what we're here for. If you're having problems, call us. Uh, it may be as simple as us saying, you know, press the battery door in harder or press this button. If it's something more major, we may mm-hmm. have to, you know, give you the contact info for bearing. Uh, you know, they've got, again, a four-year warranty. Uh, you may be something you need to send it into them for, but uh, that is what we consider, you know, one of the benefits of the services we offer. If you purchase from us, you can call and talk to Hans or myself. We want to help you uh, mm-hmm. and make sure you're having the best experience possible. So we've talked about, you know, the little bit of the, you know, the, the menu or the button or whatever we might like to see changed. But I just want to quickly hit the, the highlights again. If when somebody asks me, what do you like the Super Hogster for? Um, now, you know, again, the Super Hogster A3. I think it is image quality. I think it is size. It is weight. I think that it's features. I've got the video recording. i got the QD mount that comes on mm-hmm. it that works really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got the Wi-Fi streaming. Um, you know, again, the, 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 I've mentioned this before, but the size, the weight, it's small. I think it's a value for the dollar. I think that for a guy that is, there's a lot of people that say, I want to be around $3,000. Well, I'm going to tell you, if you get a 2000, 23, 24, 25, $2,600 scope in that range. Now this is today. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're in, in the spring of 2022. Uh, Everything changes all the time, but right now there is no question that when you move out of that price range and you break over this $3,000 mark, you have moved into a different class of thermal scopes. Mm-hmm. Image quality wise, it's a different class. So if you're around that $3,000 mark, swing $200 more, you're going to get this fantastic scope. If you're going, man, I can't quite do that. Then I think, you know, Bering has got a lot of other good options in that $23 to $2,600 price range. Again, the vibes, we can talk about those. But I just want to make the point that sometimes people are like, well, am I really getting anything? Is it just magnification? No, this is a different thermal sensor. The image quality is hands down different once you break over into this mid-range 
or mid-grade thermals. So, yeah, uh, and, again, and people, four-year warranty, it's a big deal. It is. And people want to know all the time, too, is, you know, is there a big difference in the picture quality between the, the Hogster Vibes and the Super Hogster A3? You know, is it worth the jump up? Well, that's the question. You know, is it worth it? Well, the the best optic for you is the one that you can purchase and that's not going to get cause you to get a divorce. So that's the first thing. <laughs> but but uh yes, there's a big difference. I mean the you're with the super hogster between the vibes, you know, the 25 or 35 vibe, you're gonna get mm-hmm. a better picture image, you're gonna get further ID range, you're gonna get further effective shooting range. Uh it, it is. It's a big it's a pretty significant jump up in picture quality uh and uh, and effectiveness when you're out there trying to take a longer shot, especially, you know, for, for sure. Right. So, uh, you know, there is a difference. Yeah. End of the day, putting a bow on this conversation, this review, fantastic scope, very, very good value for the dollar, uh, competes well with everything uh, in this same class and the price range. And we really, really like the scope. I think it is, again, I called it the old standby, and I think Mm -hmm. that's true. Uh, It's been around now long enough. Uh, This scope has proved itself, this A3. Mm -hmm. Again, what I call an inline upgrade. It's just taking, you know, last year, two years ago's model and freshening it up. You know, changing a few things to, to that meet the modern specs, you know, which, again, more memory, uh, you know, a little better display screen, changing some more uh, or allowing you to change some more of the, the, you know, image adjustment there. So anyway, fantastic scope. If you're looking for the A3 or any other thermal optic or, again, as we mentioned before, questions about some scopes that are out that maybe we just haven't reviewed yet reach out to Hans and I at Outdoor Legacy. You can find us uh, you know, on the website. We've got everything listed there, OutdoorLegacyGear.com. You can always call us, 877-350-1818. Uh, we know, I want to say something real quick. We do have email available as well as you know, reaching out to us on social media. Uh, if you've got you know, quick, easy questions or something, that's fine. But if you really want to talk about thermal scopes, uh, give us the call. Uh, it's too hard to get into all this stuff via typing. You know, when you're just like, well, I look at this scope, this scope, this scope, which one's the best? Man, you can tell. I mean, Hans and I are 45 minutes into this show. We both love to talk, and we really want to make sure that you're getting the right optic for you, mm-hmm. and there's so much that can get left out in an mm-hmm. email or a social right. media message or, or whatever. So if you're really serious and you're looking to buy something, uh, give us a call. We want to make sure you get the right thing. These are a lot of money. We know mm-hmm. that. Whether your budget is $2,000 or your budget is $10,000, whatever it is, it's it's a lot of money, and it's a big purchase, and we want to make sure that you get the right thing. So reach out to us any time for that. Uh, you know, If you want to find Hans, he's always shooting all these different scopes. He's putting reviews out. He's putting uh, short video clips and pictures and all that. You can find him over at Instagram. I don't know sometimes if he's working or if he's just staying over there posting pictures of all the stuff that he's killed. But either way, he's <laughs> that on is Instagram. working, right? Can, yeah, that is working. I guess. <laughs> I guess you can find him by just searching for Hans Etx. H A N S. ETX. That's Hans East Texas. He's there uh, as well. 
he is uh, on YouTube. He is posting, uh, you know, at least a couple videos a month over there of reviews. Again, uh, got footage from these optics. If that's what you're looking for is, man, I need to see what this scope's going to look like, uh, get some idea. You can definitely see a lot of those videos over on uh, his YouTube channel again, H-A-N-S-E-T-X. Um, and then if anything Outdoor Legacy, you know, I've already got the website, the phone number. Uh, you can find us on, you know, the social media, Facebook, uh, Instagram as well. But the Late Night Vision Show, we know you found us. We know you're watching or you're listening. Uh, mm -hmm. Please like, please subscribe. Uh, you'll never miss an episode. We put out shows every single week, good Lord willing, on Thursday mornings early. And uh, hopefully nothing changes. We intend mm -hmm. to keep on doing that. There's going to be a lot more reviews uh, this summer uh, because there's just so many things coming out. We are way behind right now. And so anyway, we really appreciate you coming over here. You can always go to the LateNightVisionShow.com, uh, learn a little bit more about the show, and uh, find all the past episodes there as well. Yep, That's a wrap on episode 208, 208. Thank you all for joining us this week. We're going to be back soon. Again, more reviews, more talk. Uh, more Jason and I, and uh, like you said, good Lord, good Lord willing, the creek don't rise. We'll be back. So y'all stay safe in the fields and keep making them bacon pancakes.